What's up, you guys? Happy Father's Day. Happy Sunday. It's your girl, Constantanian, and you are now listening to and watching Constance the Podcast. If you are new here, this is a visual podcast, meaning you can head on over to YouTube, search for Constance the Podcast, and there you will find me. And you can watch me, girl. You can also listen to new episodes of Constance the Podcast every day. If you didn't know, this is a daily podcast, meaning new episodes drop every single day. Again, happy Father's Day to all of the great Father, shout out to you guys and shout out to my dad, R.I.P. I hope you are doing well up there in heaven with the Lord, living life. I hope everything is good in the hood. You guys, it's Sunday. That means we are doing Bible study. If you guys are new here, we're reading the book of Job and I am sharing with you guys what I've been able to gather in my reading. So the last time we read, we read Job 14 through 17. Today, we are going to be looking at Job 18 through 37 and to be very clear I am not a pastor I just read the word and I share my interpretations with you guys I'm very open to hearing your interpretations because um (laughs) I'm no better than you guys I'm literally just reading and I would love to hear what you guys think after reading along with me or after listening to me whatever you guys are able to gather so we're going to go ahead we're going to do a quick prayer and then um we will begin to dissect the word okay uh father god thank you so much for everything you've done for us thank you for bringing us here together to read your word to dissect your word god we love you god we appreciate you we are so blessed to serve a god like you god i ask that you open our ears hearts and minds to be able to receive your word be able to hear you and see you in this text and god i ask that you guide me through this interpretation and allow me to interpret the word the way you have intended me to do so um, God, I love you. I appreciate you. And I thank you for all that you have done for us and all that you will do for us. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. All right. So um, if you guys last remember, Job was going back and forth with his friends and his friends have been unsupportive during his rough times and the lack of support continues uh, from chapter 18 to about chapter. I think it's from chapter 18 to 31. The banter continues. All right. Job's friends say you had to have done something. They're basically telling him like, we're tired of you complaining. This is your fault. Job was like, it can't be my fault. I'm innocent. Y'all don't get me. Y'all aren't supportive. It's just nonstop going back and forth. Y'all have heard it already. The same thing that was going on in 14 through 17 is happening in these same chapters. Um, there is one discussion in chapter 28 where I guess there's like a monologue. There's a monologue going on. I'm not quite sure who's speaking in this case, but they speak about wisdom. And so I just want to recap a quick um, a quick verse that was in chapter 28. One second. Okay. Chapter 28 verses 28 ends by saying this is the last quote in that chapter and it says the fear of the lord that is wisdom and to shun evil is understanding all right so i want to bring that up and i want to bring that up because i feel like this the the banter going back and forth is them trying to depending on who's speaking everyone's trying to challenge job and job is trying to challenge them to let them know like i'm the one with wisdom here i think it's it's a it's a discussion about who is more knowledgeable in this case and who can really de- decipher what it is that job is going through right and so whoever comes to this realization at the end um brings to full circle that none of them are truly knowledgeable on what it is that's going on none of them truly have wisdom to understand what it is that's going on because wisdom is solely just the fear of the lord having fear in god right okay 
Um, I bring that up, I think, because a lot of us believe that we do have wisdom and that we know God. And I'm going to go deeper into the text, which kind of will bring us full circle to that um to that uh, verse. So just keep that on you guys. That's chapter 28, Job 28, verses 28. Now I want to get into chapter 32 because Elihu comes in. Elihu is one of Job's friend's sons and he comes in with very challenging questions and a different perspective than everyone else has, has had. Okay. Um, Elihu is the youngest one there. He asks if, if it's cool, if he speaks, he understands that he's younger, but he thinks he has, um, you know, some good food for thought. And he pretty much just lays it out and lets Job know, like, look, you've been spending all of this time complaining and not only complaining, but you've been assuming that the reason why you're as sick as you are and the reason why you're in the position that you're in is linked to your character. You believe that you are undeserving of what is happening in your life because you are an innocent man. Not once in this whole complaint have you acknowledged the fact that God is in full control and even the fact that you don't truly understand why God does what he does. I think, let me speak for myself. There have been times in my life where I've been going through, you know, the bumps and the road. You know, I've been going through my trials and my tribulations, right? And I, my instant thought is, God, why me? God, why did I deserve this? God, I've been so good to you. God, I'm such a good person. I'm innocent. I don't kill people. I don't steal. I don't do anything, any of these things. Why are you treating me this way? And I think when you look at it like that, <laughs> it kind of articulates or communicates how simple I think that the God that I serve is, right? Um, to say that I'm undeserving of something because of how good I am because of how good I have been just communicates how I think God perceives life and the world and just how I think God moves. Like just really simple minded minded is all that I can say. And um, I want to get back to that verse in chapter 28, where we talk about where whoever was speaking talked about how wisdom is in having fear of God. I think a lot of us believe that we just know everything. It kind of takes me back to like Adam and Eve and everybody wanting to know everything. I think there was, there was a point in this text where Job wants to have like a council and a meeting with God. And Job was like, God, you need to give me answers. Very demanding of answers. Very demanding of what, very demanding of knowing why he's in the situation that he's in. And I can resonate with that. I've definitely been in that space. And so again, it just brings me back to understanding like wisdom is having fear in God and allowing God to take his course and do whatever it is that he needs to do in this life. And I think wisdom is also understanding that like, I don't know what God has the ability to do. God is not as simple as humans where if someone does something to us, we return that to them. You know, we're always thinking about like concepts, concepts of karma. And I think that this, uh, this whole book so far really puts into perspective that like God just isn't that simple. I think that's the easiest way to take our minds. We always go down that route that like good will come to, to those that do good, but that's not always the case. And I don't think that that's God's promise. And I think that we kind of need to just sit and allow God to do what he's doing. Also in the midst of turmoil, understanding that we aren't really owed answers 
As a matter of fact, we aren't owed anything. Um, we aren't owed anything. We're just expected to continue to have faith. And Elihu lets Job know that he has, even in the midst of believing that he is innocent and doesn't believe any of these things, he has sinned with his tongue by being overly critical of what God has done to him, not accepting what is happening to him, um, being very combative about what is happening to him. I think that this also allows us to see that like, first of all, God has yet to intervene. God intervenes in chapter 38, but I haven't gotten to 38 yet. So we're still in, uh, 18 through 37. I think this whole chapter is a, or all of these chapters are allowing us to see that, um, God leaves room for discussion. You know, I don't know, like, and this is just how I'm taking it. Like growing up, I was always told like, don't question God or whatever. But there are several instances of the Bible where you see people going back and forth with God, challenging God, asking God questions, and not even in, in a disrespectful way. It's like really having that conversation. And so here in this, and I guess just to give you guys examples, when we see Moses talking to the burning bush, he's having that discussion with God and he communicates to God, like, God, I am, uh, you know, somebody that stutters. I can't speak. And God's like, well, I am who I am, regardless of how, um, strong God's response was he allowed Moses to speak up. So in this case, God is leaving room for Job and his friends to have these discussions, to talk about what's going on for Job to demand that God gives him answers and responses. And so I don't know. I just F with that, the ability to be able to communicate with God or just express how you feel. Um, those cries and pleas are not what's going to change the circumstance that you're in. However, I think it's great that we have the opportunity to seek these answers from God to ask for these things. But I think all in all, these, these few chapters or many chapters are just letting us know that, um, we don't really know why God does what he does. And it's not up to us to know. It's not for us to know. Um, we just need to continue to have faith. Um, that faith that God boasted about Job having is slowly being ruined every time he questions God and, and, uh, challenges God and again puts himself on a pedestal to question why things are happening to him even though he has been quote-unquote innocent um yeah you guys that is pretty much what I have gathered I think that that's all that I've been really that's all that I really have been able to gather I feel like this read has been a little bit boring um a little, a little difficult for me to decipher too. I'll break that. I'll say that too. I definitely had to go online and see what other people were saying. Um, listen to other, like I listened to a few pastors speaking about it. I read some excerpts on uh, the internet. I just have been trying to get to a clear understanding of why it is so important for us to see this discussion between Job and his friends. And I think that that's what I've come to. Um, I think, Everybody just wants to be all knowing. Everybody wants to know what's going on in their lives, why it's happening. We come up with these reasons as to why we believe what's happening is happening, but we just don't know. Like clearly none of nobody's answers in the discussion with Job are the right answer because they're still in discussion. They're still trying to figure it out. They're still arguing. Right. So, um, initially when I started talking about Job, I was very fascinated and intrigued by the friendship, the things that the friends were doing, but all in all, even I, I spoke about having like friends that are well-versed in God, even those friends that were allegedly well-versed in God aren't capable of explaining why you're going through what you're going through. Even you that goes through it as you sit and you 
think about what you're going through. You can't even come up with the reason as to why you're going through what you're going through. I think it's beyond why you're going through what you're, what you're going through and just allowing God to do what it is that he needs to do in your life. Because remember God has full control in the beginning. We saw that the devil had to come to God to ask to do these things and God permitted. So it's all in God's hands and just allowing the faith that we have when good things are happening in our lives to translate to the bad that we have in our lives, just allowing that faith to remain and having integrity, integrity with your faith and not really searching for that wisdom or reason behind it. I think it's beyond the reason behind it. I think you just need to have faith and in due time, God will reveal these things to you. So like I said, God has allowed this whole discussion to go on in chapter 38 is when God intervenes. So um, we'll touch on that next week. And I think there's only like 42 chapters in the book. So we'll finish the book um, next week and we'll know what God says. I'm really excited to see what God says because I've been tired of listening to Job go back and forth. But I think that's just what I've gathered from it. Just allowing God to do what he does and understanding that you don't know and it is not for you to know and just continue to have faith. And the true wisdom that many of us search for, I mean, I pray for wisdom every night. The true wisdom is to fear God. And I think fearing God is truly having faith and trusting that all will fall through as long as you believe that God is in full control. And I think that belief, again, needs to translate even when the, the belief needs to be present, even when things don't go the way that you want. And I think also understanding that God is just not as simple as you do good so good things will happen to you. Because if that was the case, then like good wouldn't have, I mean, excuse me, if that was the case, then bad things would not have happened to Job. You know, there's more to God than, than we can imagine. And so just be understanding of that and allowing him to, to work his course through life. That is what I have gathered. Um, hold up guys. Sorry. I'm looking, I have like, um, some excerpt from the Bible that I'm reviewing just to make sure I've gone over everything. One second. This is chapter 35 verse. Let me just read chapter 35 verses one through eight. Elihu, then Elihu said, do you think this is just you say I'm in the right, not God? Yet You ask him, what profit is it to me and what do I gain by not sinning? I would like to reply to you and to your friends with you. Look up at the heavens and see gaze at the clouds so high above you. If you sin, how does that affect him? If your sins are many, what does that do to him? If you are righteous, what do you give to him? Or what does he receive from your hand? Your wickedness only affects humans like yourself and your righteousness only other people. I think that we do, like, you know, I think when you read that, you get a good understanding of, like, God is so great and so big. Like, why are sins a factor? Why why are, why are would sins be a factor? Why would your righteousness be a factor? I think a lot who's just putting into perspective, like, God is so much bigger than we can even imagine. Like, stop trying to to put him in this box as far as what we believe based off of what we see with our human eyes. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Again, God hasn't intervened. Like I haven't finished the book. So I'm just giving you guys what I gather based off of what I've read. And that's what I've come to the conclusion about. So I'm not going to keep repeating myself. That's really what I get, what I got from this. I'm very open to hearing what you guys have gotten from this. I would love to hear what you guys have gotten from this. I think I'm calling this Bible study because again, I am not a pastor. I am not a pro. I would love to hear 
other people's perspectives because I might be wrong or y'all might have been able to interpret it another way and I would love to just share those different interpretations so please 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 comment down below if you haven't already seen the other bible studies just scroll and find them you'll find them somewhere they're titled bible study um that's it we're just gonna end today's episode okay I'm going to prep for I think I'm going to record another episode after this one to be ahead of my game for the week considering I'm starting a new job um so yeah you guys stay tuned for that don't forget tonight is instagram live night 9 p.m eastern time follow me on instagram at constance the pod we're going live with kiki and we're having a good time um if you guys want to share interp- your interpretations there tonight you guys are more than welcome to do so i love you guys i appreciate you guys leave me a review and a rating after today's show do not forget to subscribe to Constance the Podcast wherever you're listening to me on. If you want your music featured on the show, send it to me, ConstanceThePodcast at gmail.com. If you need advice, give me a call, 240-587-3186. Don't forget, my cash app is open, dollar sign, Constance and a new one. If you want to send me some money to get some new equipment for my podcast studio, I'd be greatly appreciative of that. Um, and, and I say thank you in advance, and that is the cash app again, dollar sign, Constance and a new one. I need a new laptop, new mic, new camera, new a lot of stuff. Uh, what else do I need you guys to do? Follow me on Instagram at Constance the Pod. Follow me on TikTok at Constance the Pod. Follow my personal pages, Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. Don't forget, again, live at 9 p.m. Instagram live at 9 p.m. Eastern time. I don't know what that translates to in other areas of the United States, but Google it. You'll figure it out. Somebody had hit me up and they asked, like, what is this in Nigerian time? Honey, I don't know. You got to Google it, okay? Um, I think that's it, right? I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I thank you to whoever in Nigeria, wherever you are. If you're tapping into Constance the Pod, I appreciate you guys. Thank you guys so much. But I really don't know the different time zones, so y'all going to have to Google that. I love you guys. I look forward to seeing you guys tonight. And uh, I will see you in tomorrow's episode. Peace.